0: We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives Until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame Come on down. I'll make a deal, just that. me spin the wheel to win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck And thorough knowledge of multiple disparate, trivial subjects Alright, welcome to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the Game Show Podcast
1: Now featuring two hosts with fully grown and full
0: beards Is yours fully grown?
1: It... I d- said fully grown and full okay. beards well, congrats Thanks,
0: man um, I've seen you with a lot more facial hair than that, though Like a lot more than I have. You know, like when you get older, Uh
1: your hair can, uh, you know, the... It's the wrong side of my cup I just tried (laughs) to drink from. (laughs) Honestly, it's one of those cups where if you pull it back hard enough, it is going to eventually come on that side.
0: And all over the
1: rest of me. Correct. Uh, You know how like sometimes you lose, or sorry, you, uh, the hair pigment changes color. Yeah, yours turned peach.
0: Mine just, I stopped growing it. Oh okay. It just so, stops. Go so a different thing than what you're. Totally to. different. All right, I'm John Baker. I'm Jonathan Motney. And today, boy, we've got a, a doozy for you. I would say it's a woof of a time. That's a. I don't. I don't know why you would say that because it just doesn't make sense. Hey, uh,
1: is this entire show Buzz's girlfriend from Home Alone? Cause
0: <laughs> woof. Buzz, who's now the police officer in mm-hmm. the new Home Alone. Starring the kid from JoJo jo Rabbit, Rabbit. But not the main kid. Nope. The tubby one. The funny the funny sidekick kid. Yes, exactly. Who is
1: dragging a bazooka across the screen towards the end of the movie.
0: Yes. The one who says uh that we're we decided to partner with the Japanese, but I don't know, they don't look very Aryan to me. <laughs> that one. <clears throat> um and uh and yeah, it's got,
1: you know. People it's written by in. some guys that we have been following or have known about for a very long time. Is it? Who's it written by? Streeter Seidel and Mikey Day.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. From SNL? And there's a third
1: writer, I believe, as well. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We, we, we've we known Streeter Seidel since um, collegehumor.com when he was a main editor, yeah, writer, and then editor. Ago. And then we know Mikey Day from Cheez-Its. <laughs> cheez That's
0: just basically... The David Blaine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and the uh, the robbers instead of being um, Joe Pesci and uh, the guy from who's the other one up Shits Creek. No, it's not him. Yeah, it's um, what's his name? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Steve but- Buscemi. <laughs> yeah, Steve. It's always Steve Buscemi. Um, it's uh, I can't remember what his name is, but anyway, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Thank you. He, 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 who famously in Home Alone 2 says, wow, what a hole. <laughs> <laughs> the best line. Uh But uh, no, it's, uh, it's Ellie Kemper, uh, because of quality women can be murderers and rapists and as robbers well. Robbers and whatnot too. Just at a much, much uh, f- uh, fewer frequency. Yes. And, um, Rob, uh, what's his name? Low. No, you know. Schneider. Nope. The, uh. The comedian with the deep voice and he's uh, tall and he was in Catastrophe on Amazon. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing great at naming people so far today. Daniel Stern and Rob mm-hmm. something. That's his name right there. So, I see his I see his picture. <laughs> so today. Delaney. Rob Delaney. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about a show. We we've done some shows that are children's game shows before. Um, would you say? Yeah. This one, the contestants are even less human Correct. than that. Yeah. Uh, because less they're human than children, less human than children. You didn't think it could get <laughs> much lower. You did not think the bar could get much lower. Um, but they're animals. They are. Filthy animal. Honestly, we're all animals if Merry you think Christmas, about it. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. We should have done this on Christmas. We're all should animals, dude. Up, hey, pass this blunt. <laughs> we're all animals. No, but that's also true, technically. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about America's top dog, if you didn't guess yet. Yeah, how would you not know that? You idiots. I know you watch A&E all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into it, we've got a sponsor that I'm guessing is somehow going to be related to dogs. Oh, you think so? It's a guess. I mean, it's a decent guess. Okay.
1: Hey, Baker. Are you sick and tired of eating delicious meats and other various animal products? You know what? I kind of am. Full-flavored meals are getting boring. Have no fear, my sweet dear friend, because there's a new environmentally friendly food-slash-workout program that's sweeping the nation. It's called the Chase and Tail Program. How does it work? Super simple. It's just like Blue Apron or HelloFresh. Chase and Tail sends you a box in the mail once a month. What's in the box? A lounge of large lizards. Pull the tab open and a lounge of lizards scatters out and scampers all over your house or apartment.
0: Quick question before I say my next yeah. Line. yeah. A lounge of lizards. Is that the proper term for a group of lizards? That is correct. Okay. How is that a diet... And workout. You'll need to chase
1: down the lizards if you want a meal. I thought this was an animal friendly diet. It is. When you finally catch a lizard, place some pressure on its tail and the lizard will release it as their defense mechanism kicks in. And there you have it, a nice delicious lizard tail. So then they
0: regrow the tail and you get another meal without hurting your lizards. That's right. Burn calories during the chase and refuel with a delicious tail. Come on down, listeners. Will receive twenty percent off their first month with the code "Come on Tail" at checkout. Chase and tail. It's not just for dogs or horny men. Nice. Um, so this is like you know how we've never been able to create um, you know a pe- perpetual motion machine. There's always yeah. <laughs> there's always like energy loss or whatever you know. Right. So this is. I think this has solved the problem. of unlimited energy as long as the energy is lizard tail yeah it just keeps growing back and we keep having more lizard tail damn right so why has this not been the solution for poverty and uh, starvation and like why don't you call no kid hungry with this idea well
1: you know that's kind of really what this podcast is about is changing the world for the better and i didn't have the idea until today okay so we can we should send this entire podcast episode <clears throat> to america's uh, what'd you say what's it called no kid hungry the america's no kid hungry huh. and and we can solve the world problems
0: wow we
1: did it can oh. we
0: eat can humans digest plastic is that what lizard tails are made out of
1: no, no no i was thinking about how we can clean up the plastic in the ocean okay yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, humans were the answer the whole time? Yeah, we, we're just picky eaters. Um, But if you put some pumpkin spice on that plastic, it'll go like crazy right now. I think you're right. So thanks to our sponsor from the Chase and Tail organization, and <laughs> we're going to turn that into um a way to solve all the world's problems. Yeah. That's exciting. And thanks to Lizards as well. Thank you to Lizards for regrowing your tail. Thank you to God for... Allowing us, the lizards, to do that. Lizard God? (laughs) I mean, isn't it kind of like lizard people that run everything? Yeah. Yeah. So, today in other animal news, like we mentioned, we're going to be talking about a show that's called America's Top Dog. Mm-hmm. When did you you first hear about this show? I
1: first heard about this show when I did a, a nice little Google search and Wanted to see if there are any cool uh, shows that we hadn't done yet. Oh, okay. Because we are, you know, nearing Scrapin the end. the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I wouldn't say we're scraping, but we're nearing the end of a list. Approaching the bottom of the barrel. We're approaching the bottom of the barrel, where the fish are that we have all shot and killed at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And we're going to... Well, I thought it would be a, a cool uh, thing to do just because...
0: You know, I don't know if we've ever done one with animals before. I feel like you're in a job interview right now where you like have a, a really short, vague answer to a question and then you try and extend that into three minutes and sound smart when you're so
1: it. So my biggest weakness, to be <laughs> honest with you, uh-huh. is truly that I grow beards that are too full. Okay. And it, it makes... six hours
0: of growth that you've got right now. It
1: makes the other men in my life uh insecure no it does and they feel it 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 does and they feel you're crying it does you're crying now there are tears streaming down your face i'm not like i whatever i don't even care and it's i would say it's one of the biggest weaknesses because i don't want to make my friends co-workers and family feel bad about their bodies but i cannot help it god bless me Lizard God blessed me with uh, similar... It's like I have a whole bunch of lizard tails in my face. Wow. Just if I pluck them girl. out or... I, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So you, have you considered eating your facial hair or feeding it to hungry children?
1: I have gotten in trouble before. <laughs> okay.
0: From just sort of passing out bags of hair to the homeless people. <laughs> I mean, isn't there that cancer charity that they're using all the hair to cure cancer or whatever? Yeah, but they don't need... ounces of facial hair, I found out. Um, So, America's Top Dog is on the A and E network. Mm -hmm. What else is on A and E? Was Mad Men on A and E? No, it was on AMC. And those are different. Those are different. Okay. They both start with A, though. And the M kind of sounds like and. Okay. A M. A M -M (laughs) E. Yeah, if you have a stroke and you say both of them, it does (laughs) sound very similar. So, which one am I saying right now? A, and A. A and E? Andy. It was AMC.
1: <laughs> I could tell it wasn't cuz got it wrong when Don't you worry said it about it.
0: <laughs> okay. So, America's Top Dog is on A&E and, and it premiered in January 2020. That's only interesting because we're currently on season 3. And yeah. it's and that's that was like what? 18 months ago. Yeah. How does this work? <laughs> I don't know. So they just do it a lot. People must have gone crazy for this show. I wonder if they cut the season short. No, because all three well, I mean, seasons are uh, have a, like a season champion at the end. Okay. And I guess if it premiered in January, that means taping and editing was all done before that yeah. anyway. So the show is hosted by Kurt Menefee mm-hmm. and David Koechner yeah kurt Menefee um is probably most well known for fox NFL Sunday hosting the the studio show on uh Fox during the NFL mm-hmm. on sunday okay fox NFL you. Sunday thank you so for what that. it's called um with you know Terry Bradshaw and Howie long and them people he also uh if we want to time into our lives selfishly a would little love bit, to would love to he so he was one of the very early Hosts on uh, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, here in Dallas. Oh, Fort Worth, cool! One of the first that. all sports, all the time radio stations. Um, <clears throat> he it was very early, like ni- mid uh, nineties, ninety 94, to ninety five, I think. Um, he was there, so that's a station that we listen to. Um, and yeah, he's he's mostly involved in sports reporting he's done some play-by-play for uh baseball and football I think he's Seattle Seahawks preseason play-by-play announcer mm. and he's done some baseball stuff on Fox uh but he's mostly known for his football reporting I think he also did some UFC when Fox had UFC rights nice uh David Keckner is a comedian he came up uh, from the the Chicago improv scene uh I believe he trained at improv Olympic there um and then he went from there to saturday night live where he was an snl cast member for just a year i think yeah a short stint a short stint as an snl cast member um and then he's been in movies and television stuff since i think my wife would probably best know him from the office okay yeah uh, he played todd packer (laughs) Just the, the traveling salesman, the and, worst human. Yes, a very, a very bad person in general. Um, but he also was famously in in Anchorman, Champ Kind. He played in the Anchorman yeah series of movies. Would you like to have some chicken and some sex? Yes. And he's been in a lot Wait, of. Wait, were you answering me? Yes. <laughs> well, oh, were you? What were you doing? Was that I what? was no? I was quoting a
1: line. From oh, that. see, I haven't seen those movies. So. <laughs> So quick, you know, so quickly that you would like to have some chicken and some sex.
0: Yeah, I'm a red blooded American male mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to have some chicken and some chicken. You know what we were talking about the other night? want to have some lizard tail and some sex? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a red blooded American <laughs> male who is in poverty. Uh, <laughs> we were talking the other night, we were at a steakhouse. Okay. And how come there's nothing called the chicken house? Um, because I don't know anything that, I guess like hot chicken places serve just chicken. Right. Or like, uh, Raising Cane's. How come that's not a chicken house? Chick-fil-A. Chicken houses. I mean, it has most of the word chicken in it. All right. Well, guess what? I'm opening a restaurant and it's going to be called John's Chicken House. Yeah.
1: I think it sounds too much like chicken coop and people would get confused. Well, there are going to be live chickens there and you pick which one you want to eat. And then what, they butcher it and cook it right there in front of you? Correct. I don't know why this is so confusing. Do they do a hibachi style where it's in literally
0: in front of you? Yes, obviously. <laughs> it sounds terrible. What do you mean?
1: You want to watch... Oh, you
0: hate hibachi restaurants. That's right. Mm. Oh, you hate chicken. That's right. No, I hate
1: both of those combined. Okay. Like, I don't hate peanut butter and I don't hate chocolate, but if you put those together, it's, it's fucking delicious. disgusting. It's
0: amazing. The world has changed. Reese's peanut butter cups. Gross just kidding those are my favorite oh okay
1: and i have so much i have approximately four pounds of candy ready to give away on halloween if there are any ki- young kids listening to this podcast come on over to my place and i will have full i have 14 or i have 20 full size candy bars to give away 20 that's it yeah but well, that's if 21 kids come then they get handfuls of smaller candy ouch you got to be one of the, the early first 20 bird. it's
0: like going to a, a baseball game or whatever where like mm-hmm. the first 5000 kids get a replica bat correct or a useless bobblehead that they throw uh-huh. away a year later so yeah david Koechner, known for a lot of comedy stuff for the most part yep um and i always wonder about these type of competition shows whether it's this or wipeout or mm-hmm. um American MXC. Ninja Warrior, things like that, Yeah. where they have the host anchors sitting at a desk. Holy moly would be another example. Yeah. And you kind of see the course a little bit in the background. Mm-hmm. I guess my wonder is, are they actually there while this is going on? Or are they green screening the scenery in mm. behind them? And they are just commentating on all this stuff that has been previously recorded because like presumably to shoot one of these episodes that like this is an hour long show or, you know, 42 minutes with yeah. commercials. So to presumably to shoot one of these things with all these animals and everything and courses that need to be set and reset. It's probably like a three hour thing. So are they having Kurt Menefee and David Keckner sit there and actually offering live commentary on what's going on or is it recorded and then they get those guys in and knock it all out yeah and they can like prepare a little better i honestly don't know and i always wonder with these type of shows because there's always seems to be a little bit of a disconnect uh spatially uh visually from yeah. the anchors at the desk and the obstacle course or whatever you have sure going on behind you. So I, I honestly don't know the answer to that.
1: Well, answer. I would think I'm trying to think from a business perspective, it mm-hmm. wouldn't it be cheaper to just bring the two hosts in for whatever. If they bring them in for three hours, they could get them to do commentary for three episodes instead of right. for one episode sitting there. And <clears throat>
0: right. That's why I'm wondering. Yeah. Do you have <clears throat> Keckner's email? Or... I'll text him uh, after the episode to check. Okay. <laughs> and so also there's a, there's a sideline reporter for some reason, that they call a sideline reporter named Rachel Bonetta. Mm-hmm. She is a Canadian. Banana, fana.
1: Bonetta, Benimi, Bonetta, Bonetta. Yes.
0: So she is a Canadian. So um, are, why do you need to? Are, what, why do you need to? Well, just in case we have some people that are biased against Canadians. So what they know to judge her right now? Right. To exactly. turn off the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I wouldn't blame them at all, quite <laughs> frankly. So she, um, she was an MLS reporter, I believe. Yep. And now she works for the NFL Network. She hosts like a, a, a football gambling show on the NFL Network. So her career path was Major League Soccer. What? You forgot. Canadian. Canadian.
1: Major League Soccer. 17 steps back in her career to America's Top Dog. And then way back up to, I NFL. think she did NFL before America's Top Dog. Yikes! So she must have said something or done something that they were like the
0: people in charge say you go back. Well, I back don't know. Back to the mailroom of reporting. You, I think you're being a little sexist right now, misogynistic. Why? Because how come you haven't said this about Kurt Menefee, who hosts Fox NFL Sunday, or David Koechner, who stars in? anchorman 2 with the legend of ron burgundy i
1: do think there is a difference between main host and sideline reporter i would say sideline reporter probably makes less than the host right but who's
0: hotter david koechner or rachel bonetta this is gonna sound controversial but every single one of those sexy dogs (laughs) oh god (laughs) all right and like that's the end of this podcast forever 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 you think we're done can now? Get canceled for saying dogs are sexy? Um, because I have a problem today. I yes, have a yeah. But in 15 years from now, you'd be canceled for not saying dogs are sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it happens. Pendulum um, swinging. So now that we've gotten the host out of the way, let's let's talk about the show. Like I said, this is the third season of the show that is ongoing right now. Mm-hmm. Um. On the A and E network, I'm not sure what day or time or whatever, but it's on demand. I watched it on demand. I watched it on demand, and
1: if you click on the interactive ad experience, you can do one short interactive ad. You don't have to watch it a minute and 45 wow. seconds. What
0: service did you do this with?
1: This was through, I think it's through A and E's website.
0: Oh, okay. See, I just did it right through like my Directv Stream Oh uh, Got app. it. Got it. And so, I mean, the ad I, there was only like one commercial per ad break, so it wasn't bad, but. Uh, I didn't have that one ever situation. Anyway, um, <clears throat> the basically, this is a show in which dogs are competing in an obstacle course. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the gist that of it. That is the entire show. And you could argue that
0: the owner is also competing in the obstacle That was course. one of the notes that I made. So it's we're trying to figure out America's top dog here, right? Correct. So there is an, op- there we start with five dogs um, and then we do an obstacle course and the three best times advance, but <clears throat> they're doing all these obstacles and again, it's on a timer and they're doing it with their handler or owner or whatever. Yeah. And so that person, they've also got to be making their way through this and it, granted, they don't have to do like the actual obstacles for the most part. Yeah so they're kind of running along the side but like a dog is way faster than a person yes i think they talked about there was a dog on the first episode of season three which i'm not sure if that's the same one that you uh watched but they said he was like one of the fastest dogs in the 100 meter dash or something like that Mm -hmm. and he was like two seconds faster than usain bolt that's crazy I
1: did hear something they were saying that one of the dogs could get up to 30 miles per hour. Yeah.
0: I don't think Usain Bolt can do that. I don't think a human can do that. Piece of shit. So, yeah, the the dogs and the humans are racing through this course. Um, Like I said, the first round is five dogs, and we're trying to whittle it down to the three best times here. Mm -hmm. The dogs are categorized, which is interesting to me. Into two categories. Three cat. What? Canine police An- dog and non-canine police dog. Uh, it's almost. You're close. Oh, okay. Um, no, they're categorized into sexy and not sexy. Because <laughs> 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 so we don't want this uggo dog. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, no, so the three categories are canine, working dog, and underdog. So only one of these dogs has a job. Uh well only one of them is a superhero with a cape in a cartoon. Oh, underdog, underdog got it. Um
1: so is that kind of like if two dogs are gay, one of them's the
0: underdog? <laughs> I think even if they're not gay, one of them's the underdog. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's that's true. Um so yeah, the underdog is just like a regular a person who might have their dog compete in like agility competitions and things like that, but is not a professionally used dog. Yeah. Like a working dog, which is the proper name for dog prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the politically correct way. The working dogs. Yeah. Um and then the canines, which are obviously the police right. dogs. And they only have their canine teeth. Everything else has been removed. <laughs> yep. That's how you can identify a police dog. Obviously. With. So the I since there's five, I guess there's only one of one category per episode and two of each of the others and and that, uh, you know, is gonna change from episode to episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think there was only one canine on the episode that I watched. But the we get a little, you know, a little short backstory on each of each of the dogs, uh, what the, what they're up to. And maybe a little bit about their handler mm-hmm. as well, and then we hop right into the first course. We run right into it. Oh, there we go. And so, in the first course, there are you know several obstacles. Um, there's a uh, a tunnel that they have to run through. Right. There's the Pretty high standard. jump. Yeah. Um. So there's, here's some controversy. So there's the high jump, and it's like three, uh, continually. Higher, yeah. Uh, walls. I think it's like three, five, and I don't know. six or seven. That that the, the dogs have to jump over. Except if you have a small dog, you can go and get a little ramp for them and put the ramp there. Yeah. But I guess to make it fair, like the ramp isn't there in advance. Like the handler has to run over and put oh, the ramp there. I think before, that's a fair little. So it's definitely a slowdown, but also it seems to defeat the purpose of. That obstacle for that dog is this the top dog if they <laughs> can only walk up a fucking ramp? I don't think so. Yeah. Um it's like um uh
1: okay, so super strong people in the javelin can have a normal uh weighted javelin. But if somebody can't do a, you know, hundred and fifty pound uh bench press, they do get a, a slightly lighter right, javelin. Exactly. Seems... Which I guess is a disadvantage though.
0: It yeah, I don't know. It, I guess it depends on how, how much the How about we do one, one that's carbon
1: fiber and one that's uh, okay. uh, bronze?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Classic that javelin. That makes sense. Classic I'm glad, you, I'm glad you clarified for all the listeners at home. So they've got to they've do the high jump. Then they've got to go through the tunnel. And then there is something called the fire escape. Mm-hmm. which is basically they light the dog on fire and they have to, <laughs> they have to stop dog and Get roll out yeah. yeah um which is basically like uh ramps up uh a little thing yeah. but the the ramps aren't lowered until the dog like presses buttons oh i thought it was when he pulled so the rope and the ball uh so the very first one they like have to pull on a tug. Yeah. And the ramp lowers. And then they go up and then there's three buttons and the dog has to press all the buttons with Ooh. a paw or a snout. And then the next one lowers. And then they go up that and then the dog has to push a lever. And then the final one lowers. Uh, okay. And then they get up to the top. Uh then there was what I loved uh was called the shaky bridge. Yeah. Which is pretty much what it sounds like. It looked like the bridges
1: that we used to have on playgrounds, except instead of being fully covered, there were
0: gaps, big slats of wood that left gaps in between. Right. So they have to kind of climb across that Indiana Jones style. I mean, I would say most of them breezed right through that. Most, but I, not all. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, And then um, after the shaky bridge was the... uh. Dominoes, wherein there were three apparently hundred pound pieces of wood mm-hmm. vertically that the dog has to. How much was it horizontally? Uh, also a hundred pounds. <laughs> oh, okay. But they're placed vertically, Got tall it. wise. Got it. And the dog has to jump into it to push the first one to knock them all down. And it always felt like me, like the handler was also kind of pushing on it when the dog (laughs) jumped into it. Well, the handler was, those rules were kind of liberal because the handler was allowed to carry and or help the dog if, would it have been like 10 or 15 seconds? 30 seconds. seconds. Okay. So So that is. It's a a big penalty. So yeah, if at any point the dog is just uh, not cooperating. If the dog just being a dog and like an idiot (laughs) and just like
1: sniffing Uh and smiling and asking for scritches and scratches. Right. Then you get to. Hard slap your dog in the face, and right. then you get to carry him or her over the
0: obstacle and/or yeah. through. Yeah. So if there's like a tug that they just won't tug on, you've got to wait thirty seconds, and then the person can tug it. You've got to just pretend. You've got
1: to know that you're in front of a group of, and you're on national television. Yeah, you cannot that cool. hit that dog.
0: Oh, you're doing so good! Pull yeah. the fucking thing! <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after the dominoes, there is the splashdown, which there's a fifty yard swimming pool Mm -hmm. that they need to jump in and swim across and then pull the final tug pull it to stop the clock and this was definitely an area where we saw some struggle some dogs did not want to jump into the water yeah i have a dog who loves swimming just loves swimming Mm -hmm. but he never jumps into the pool Okay. He always moseys on down the steps in yeah. the pool. And like if his ball is near the edge where he would have to jump in, mm-hmm. he will just walk around the edge of the pool to where he <laughs> can step in and then swim across the length of the pool to get it. Got it. So I can understand like some of these dogs, they did not want to jump into the pool and they would like s- kind of slowly like try, try and reach a paw in or whatever. Uh, so this, this was the place where I think we saw the most – struggling on dogs that are just not that interested in jumping full speed into a pool yeah even if you throw their ball in there because they would like throw a ball or a toy or something to try and get them to jump in there and get going uh, i also have a dog and he has never been in water so i think
1: that this would be by far the biggest challenge in that he would never get in he and doesn't we understand would, and we would fail for okay. sure
0: Okay, well, you could be like, uh, there was one woman who... And this show featured very few women. Because Rachel Bonetta is very jealous and it was in her contract that (laughs) nobody hotter or more Canadian than her. And uh, it also goes with the dogs. She would only do silent reporting for the unsexy dogs. Yes, exactly. And so one woman just straight up jumped in to try and get her dog to jump in after her. Yeah, I saw that a lot. Yeah.
1: I saw a guy dive into it and I was like, oh, that cannot be that deep of a pool. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. He straight up
0: like did in. the dog follow? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. jumped right next to him. And I saw one that the 30 seconds elapsed and then they just picked up the dog and threw it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh we're gonna throw in the dog. Uh I think David Kekner was like, oh they're throwing in the dog. And Kermit Fu was like, not throwing in the dog, but helping the dog get into the water. Yeah. But the guy had taken one hand <laughs> yeah. and just cool. chucked it. It made it 30 of the 50 yards just from the throw. <laughs> <clears throat> and so uh, after that, like I said, the top three times advance from there to the dog house. Ooh. And that was
1: also filled by a whole bunch of husbands that had said some real fucked up shit to their wives. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So the doghouse was weird, in a couple ways to me. Mm-hmm. Number one, this is so this is the final event of the show. the The top three contestants from mm-hmm. the first round. This is for the ultimate top this dog. Is for the prize of top dog of the episode, mm-hmm. and the first obstacle, I guess you might say, in the doghouse, yeah. was zipline. Yikes! And you wonder how 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 does it. Dog, do a zip line. Yeah, and so the handler is hooked up to a zip, an eighty foot long, twenty foot high zip line. Okay. With the dog like on a harness between their legs. Okay. And then they just go on a zip line. <laughs> There's no uh, dang skill involved at, at all. There's like you don't have to train your dog to. Be held by you, <laughs> so it was a weird start to the thing, in my opinion. Okay, <clears throat> so they did a zipline, then into scenting. Okay, where there are two rooms filled with objects. Yeah, this one and tough. Each dog is trained to a specific scent. They put that specific scent on one object in each room, and the dog has to identify it. Yeah, to move on. Um. And then there was what they called divide and conquer in which there was basically a spiral staircase that the dog is sent up while the human has to go up a ladder to the same place, but the dog has to be able to do it without their human going up there with them. Um, And then at the top, there was a low crawl, which was just a little area, which was more of an obstacle for the handlers, I felt 100%. like. hundred percent. Because it was just a small, like, space you have to army crawl through with a little hump you have to climb over three in the middle of it. had three speed humps on yeah. it, and you had to crawl over, and it yeah. looked
1: uh, hard and also painful. Yeah,
0: a dog is, like, you know, 20 inches off the ground by default, mm-hmm. so it's fairly easy for them to go fum, 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 right through there. Yeah. For a human, it's not. you're not supposed to do that. Well, you are if you're trained in the army, but I that's about so. it. So uh, you have to do that. And then on the other side of the low crawl is the spider web, mm. which was a lot like on um, Guts. Yeah. Do, do 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 you have it? Mm-hmm. The I believe they call it the elastic jungle. Yeah. In there, it is basically a bunch of like bungee cords crisscrossing each other that you yeah. have to work your way through. The dogs generally also did not have any trouble with that. Do you know what else has that what else has that discovery
1: zone and leaps and
0: bounds D-Z do you remember that at discovery zone mm-hmm. that was a fun place does that still exist do you think no, i don't think so no oh. well if you're they out. were all swallowed up by big chucky e. cheese <laughs> yeah you know how it is so they have to make it through there and then finally the decoy and this was a term that I was, I guess, not familiar with. Okay. Were you familiar with that term for this type of person? Is this the guy that's dressed up in all yeah. the... Uh, no, I thought it was like murder or, or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The rapist. <laughs> um, so it's a guy in that big uh, stay-puffed marshmallow suit that It looks see. like... A fat suit. Like
1: well, it does, but it also looks like... Nutty professor. When close or it's in a movie, it's Little Giants, and it's when the little wimpy kid, his mom, puts him in a whole bunch of bubble wrap. Okay,
0: rag. yeah. Also, I think of um, Mighty Ducks, when Goldberg is scared to get in <laughs> front of the puck, and they put all this stuff on him and tie yep. him up across the post and just shoot at him. Yeah, which him did you know hurt. that was
1: a reference to Jesus?
0: I did know. I, I've i always kind of uh, considered goldberg to be a a christ-like figure Mm -hmm. um in his journey in the way that he sacrificed for the people by um giving up his spot in net for julie the cat at the end of d2 mighty ducks Mm -hmm. and also hmm what were the three gifts that baby jesus got um frankincense gold and myrrh oh
1: did you say gold because uh-huh. his name is
0: Goldberg. Whoa. Mer. Goldmer. <laughs> Goldmer. <laughs> and his uh, Frank middle Goldmer. name is Frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's the guy in a big old suit that dogs are allowed to bite without hurting them, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's he's in a T-pose, basically. Yeah. Uh, waddling along because the whole thing is, again, gigantic to protect him from... Uh, getting killed from you know german shepherds Just, i would say are, maimed because yeah. they go for the arm yeah so then so finally that that person <laughs> pops out from behind a wall and starts waddling across a field yeah and the dog has to chase him down bite and hold the bite for three seconds ouch once the bite is held for three seconds the handler is on a the finish platform uh not the uh, norwegian platform yeah, just no. to be clear right um and has to call the dog over so the dog has to then release the bite ignore the decoy which is what this person is apparently mm-hmm. called um and return to the platform and once they get there the clock stops to end it best time out of the three wins and what do they win? I know you're wondering. I know you're always wondering. I want to know, know that sweet, little bit. sweet, cold, hard cash. $10,000. Okay. To buy a new dog. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what happened to this one? Well, they're haggard and not sexy anymore. Okay. They're all dirty. That's true. Uh, $5,000 donated to your favorite pet charity. So like ASPCA?
1: Is that your favorite? Um, which are the ones that kill
0: dogs? Uh, a, kill sel- kill a kill shelter kill shelter those are my favorite oh, god mine's uh chasing tail <laughs> LLP, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which consequently is also the name of a shelter it's not
0: the meal at home meal service okay yeah are... yeah yeah sorry i forgot i got that confused yes but yeah. it is so don't worry about it mm-hmm. um and then there's so i think there's like nine episodes a season or whatever And in the in the final episode of the season, all of the previous winners compete to be the top dog of the season. The the real real America's, the real America's top dog. You're kind of just a temporary fake America's top dog. You're the weeks. (laughs) You're the weeks top dog. Yeah. Then at the end of the season, you get to be America's top dog. Yeah. And it's like how you can be Miss Texas, but you're not Miss Universe. Exactly. Um, And. You know, I gotta give it up for Earth. We're on like an 80 year winning streak in the Miss Universe. It is kind of crazy. Um so aliens, step up your game, but uh twenty five thousand dollars for the winner at the end. Yeah, for the America's real top dog. America's real top dog. So that's the show. I mean, like I said, it's it's kind of like American Ninja Warrior for dogs. Okay. Yep. Is how it's I exactly would put like it, it is. Yeah, it's American Ninja Warrior. It's for except dogs. it'd
1: be if America's Ninja Warrior's like best friend was also running next to them and doing the same course. <laughs> yeah,
0: and also if the American Ninja Warrior wasn't quite sure what they were doing. Like they got to some of the obstacles and then they just okay. looked around. It's a blind American Ninja Warrior <laughs> yeah.
1: tied to their best friend who uh-huh. was going through the same course uh-huh. and screaming at them: jump,
0: jump, grab, grab, jump no 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 don't follow me you go that way you go that (laughs) no don't follow me don't follow me you sit over here over you you go over there you go on the you go on the shaky bridge i walk over here no no okay you go on there (laughs) yeah there was because there's definitely some parts where the dog's like oh no what oh cool yeah Uh, why would i do that this is a faster easier way if i just go over here you sure you want me to jump on this car okay yeah or like in the uh in the tunnel i saw a dog or two like they would just go around the tunnel with their person. And they're like, no, no, no! You go in the tunnel. I did see the best strategy to solve that though, but it is a time hit. Was they just like made their dog stay right at the tunnel entrance, mm-hmm. and then they ran all the way to the end and like looked through the other end of the tunnel. This it said, "Come," so the dog would go through the tunnel towards yeah. them. Nice, but uh, yeah, I did feel also that they were a little, um, a little loosey goosey with with the, the runs the rules and some of the yeah and, like. People who just like push their dogs into what they wanted them to do. Like I said, I felt like the people were pushing over the dominoes a lot of the time. (laughs) Well, it's Uh, 100 pounds vertical. Okay, fucking be a man dog and do it. Or like the one, uh, like I said, they're uh, this little tiny little like 15 pound dog that couldn't do the high jump. So they had the stepping stool and stuff like that. Uh, Then they like the bigger dogs, you know, they're these were probably six to eight feet tall dominoes so they were you know jumping up getting up towards the top of them and so like any kind of push at the top is you know going to be good enough but there's this like 15 pound dog and it's like what is it supposed to do yeah just jump one foot into this eight foot tall thing
1: well here's what you can do similar to if they can't swim you grab your dog by the hind and you
0: throw it at the domino
1: as hard as you can well
0: so it's funny because this person was trying to get their like little dog to jump into it Again, I think they kind of cheated a little, like, gave it a little push as the dog finally, like, touched it with its paws. Yeah. And it started going over, and the dog freaked the fuck out that these things were falling over and just sprinted the opposite direction. <laughs> uh, So that was pretty funny. Because, again, that was obviously not America's top dog, and I had no right being in this competition taking a spot away from a dog that deserved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dog did not earn it. It should not have been there. It's not fair. But, um, geez, I'm very passionate about my top dogs. Did you audition and they didn't let you in? And that's yes, why you're taking of this. Of course habit? I did. I was great. I knocked over the dominoes first try. <laughs> I dove into the pool without anybody having to ask me twice. <laughs> Sir, where's your dog? <laughs> What's up? Excuse me. You're,
1: this is a show where your dog goes through the, no, no, no. Top, uh, I thought it was top dog. Oh, okay. 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 Cause I have been training for six months <laughs> and if you, can you just let me go? I've got a, I've got a quick make it better for you right here. And then you come back and you, they're like, sir, where's your dog? And I'm like, it's right here. And they're, and they're like, that's a suitcase that you glued
0: ears onto. That's not a real dog. I've got a quick make it better for you right sure, here. Sure, yeah. A special episode. hmm No canines in this show. Okay. All right. Here's what I want. I want to see competing in this course. Snoop Doggy Dog. Mm-hmm. Nate Dog, Lil Bow Wow. Okay. I want to see humans with dog names. A guy named uh, Bernard. Okay. Competing in this course to see which human. Buzz's girlfriend. Is the top dog. Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Wow. Which human is the top dog. Wow. Okay. What do you
1: think about that? I would... I would love to watch that, but wouldn't it just be the same guys every single episode?
0: Or are you trying to find five guys? I think it's five just guys. One, five guys with dog-related names every single Jeez. week. Jeez, <laughs> uh, It's maybe a one-off special. It's the Christmas special for America's Top Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I, and would, if you, I would and absolutely if you, watch that. if you don't think Snoop Dogg would do it, you're a fucking idiot, because if you gave him a dollar, he would do it. Wow. He will do anything for money. He's like the shack of rappers. Okay. Because So he owns a whole bunch of Papa John's? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because Shaq is in every commercial for anything, and he's selling NFTs on Twitter right now. Oh, jeez. I follow him on Twitter just to see what brands he's hawking today. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of this show?
1: Uh, I thought that the first and last round of each episode should just be called Which Owner is in Better Shape. <laughs> right. Because uh, that's exactly what it was. Uh-huh. Um... I thought that giving awards to dogs it makes no sense to me because they don't give a shit uh and they didn't get the dogs didn't get like an t- extra treat or like the ultimate bone you know have a bone that's wrapped oh, in bacon or instead of shit. like
0: they don't care about ten thousand dollars no like no not at all what if you have what if it's a ten thousand dollar uh pet smart gift certificate so you yeah, can only spend sure. it on the dog yeah
1: i think that's much better the dog's doing all the work here. Like I know the trainer had to put time and energy into, into training the dog, but who's right. doing the actual the actual work at the end of the day? That I didn't see that human
0: bite one fucking decoy.
1: No, not a single one. Exactly. Um there was there was an episode I watched that then, it just caught me so off guard. Oh. There was the sideline reporter. Yes, ben, Rachel Bonetta. Bonetta. Was interviewing one of the dog trainers, so not the guy, not the handler, but the guy who helped train. Okay, he's an older gentleman. Um, I didn't
0: see anybody that had like bonus trainers.
1: Yeah, this one did. Okay, and she interviewed him and said, "How long have you been doing this?" He's like, and she's like, "How do you feel?" And he's like, "Oh, I think he's going to do great. We spent a lot of time training him." And then she kind of steps away and and reveals that he's holding a a raw stalk of broccoli in his hand. And she says, "Oh, what's about what's what's the what's the deal with the broccoli here?" And he says, "Oh, I eat that all day long." This old gentleman man uh-huh. carries raw stalks of broccoli, and, and he snacks on. on it throughout the day. And then we saw him eat it at the end when his dog—I uh, don't think his his dog might have won top dog, I believe—and okay. he decided He's to crunching on some broccoli, the broccoli,
0: yeah. chopping broccoli.
1: I'm going to go straight into my make it betters. Okay. Uh, I think the trainers should train my dog and then I compete in the competition. <laughs> okay. Because we are in manners classes and they're not going well. No. No. Really? Bo is great at home if there's a single distraction. He is he's, he's ADD looking at mm, that thing. Yeah. Can't get him to, to look. Um, You're in manners one still right now? We are in Manners 1. We've done three or three. The same session. place that
0: my dog trained. Right? What a great dog. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think we should see the same course, but with dogs that have zero training and the dog that completes it, the course in the longest time wins. <laughs> oh, okay. I think that'd be fun to watch. Uh-huh. These people just get so stressed out because their dog has oh, no God. idea what's going on. And I think that there was a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that the dog should be interviewed after the run.
0: By another dog? No, no, no. By Miss Bonetta. So, okay. So I saw an episode where Rachel Bonetta um, joked that she was, she had, by season three, she had now learned to speak dog and she did some. And so racist. Barking, (laughs) barking noises. Yeah, exactly. You might as well have said ching chong, ching chong. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, Or like you go up to a like
1: Das Boot and the guy's like, I, <laughs> yes, the boat. What do you want uh-huh. me to say about it? Uh, and I do have one more make it better. Oh, do you? Yeah. And that's, let's go ahead and give me the opportunity to see the same show that you did. Because I didn't see David Kettner in any of my episodes. What? Mm-hmm. Really? So I have access to 27 episodes of season Kechner's one. And David Kechner's not in any David Keckner's not in a single one of them. Who's in them? <laughs> the two gentlemen uh, that I don't know. Let me show
0: you. This is very confusing because...
1: Yes, it is. Because... So, so was it a surprise to you when I started talking about that? No, because when I... You, you when saw when that I, online? I saw online that David Keckner's face is all over
0: it. Uh-huh. But
1: let me just show you who is... Come on, baby. Let's go. Let's
0: show the... <laughs> I'm very confused by the fact that he's like promoted as the host of this show. These guys. Oh, that is Kurt Menefee. That's mm-hmm. the same guy. And Nick White. I don't know who Nick White is. Well, that's so, who
1: I saw the entire time.
0: That's really weird because even on like the uh, Wikipedia, it did, he was not mentioned. So I
1: don't know <laughs> if they retaped season one or what's going on. Because this is on the A&E website.
0: That's very weird.
1: So I really wish because David Koechner is probably funnier and more lively than Nick
0: White. Yeah, I wonder who's an expert, expert trainer. expert trainer. Yeah, see, instead they decided to go with comedian instead. Yeah, which is smart. Comedians make good hosts. David Koechner was also on um, Celebrity Dating Game this year. Okay, because he got divorced. Yikes! Yeah, um, we're about five to ten years outside of divorce. Divorce in our friend group. Probably. So, so yeah, what, what did you, what did you think of the show overall?
1: It was, it was fun to watch. It's, you know, it's cool, but it just was so repetitive. It was the same, same exact course, same exact thing, just over and over and over. So I'm just watching these dogs and just waiting for their final time to see which one won.
0: Yeah. And you're really seeing like the whole thing every time. They're not like cutting forward, like any of it out. It's just all real time. Uh, and I mean, granted, they're all about, like, two to three minutes long. So sure. it's not crazy long or Two anything. minutes
1: was kind of a long time. Like, 140 to 155,
0: you're probably in the top. You're probably top top yeah, at that point. Yeah. And so, yeah, they, they like, changed. So season two, I believe, they had, like, it was head-to-head. It was, like, a knockout elimination thing. Ooh. Instead of just, like, the top times out of all these people, can be, or out of these five or whatever. Yeah. Uh, So it was a little different, but season three, they went back to the season one, like five go three advance sort of thing. So yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting to see dogs competing in a show. I've always kind of been interested in like the dog agility stuff. I know you, like you said, you're uh, getting your dog trained at what a great dog, a dog training facility in Frisco, Texas. Mm -hmm. And they've got an agility course there. And so uh, if, I think in in Manners 2, yeah. you get a chance to, like, your dog should try a couple of the mm-hmm. agility things. And I, when I first started, I was like, I'm going to put my dog in this agility stuff. And then when they did, like, the trial thing, he just wasn't really having it. So <laughs> then I was like, that's going to be too much work. Yeah. But uh, I didn't know about America's Top Dog at the time. This was before January 2020. Right. So now I blew it. I could have been a famous dog handler. Dang, dude. You really. With my underdog. That. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, it was
1: all right. How many buzzers are you giving it overall?
0: Overall, I'm going to give it two out of five buzzers. Ooh, like you said, harsh. it was repetitive. These dogs, a lot of them are idiots, let's be honest. <laughs> a lot of them, not that hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, in general, I don't know if if you're like really into dogs, if you're the kind of person that watches the Westminster Dog Show, which or, I do, I did
1: this year and it was pretty entertaining. Then check it out.
0: Yeah, check it. Go on A and E on demand. You can go and on the A and E website. I would or, say maybe go on demand because David Keckner's there. Any of the ones you, online. check it out, if you check out the most recent season, David Keckner's in it. Okay. I guess maybe he was not in the first season. Uh, so sorry, sorry, Nick White. Nick White, I'm sure you're a great expert trainer. Mm. But get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh that's uh, what what's your rating? We, I would give it three. Three? All I right. I think
1: it's better than not better. Better than not better. Okay. It's it's yes. it's good. It's more good than it is bad. Okay. And so that's why I would I am I'm gonna knock it above that halfway mark at two five and give it a three. Uh, it was it was fun to watch because it was different, right? And
0: um, do you wish some of the dogs uh, just had a little more personality, were better on on camera instead of this like you know they they kind of felt like the kids on the Nickelodeon game shows where yeah. you know they don't know they, what they're, they're doing. not great interview they're not trained. <laughs> yeah. I would
1: love to see the dog from Air Bud go through this
0: course. Ooh, you know, well there was uh, on an episode I watched there was like an actor dog. On there. And was it more lively and personable? It was pretty great. There you go. I want to see a dog just stop to poop in the middle of the course. <laughs> I want to see a trainer stop to poop <laughs> in the middle of the course. I think that would have given it an extra buzzer for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. So that's America's Top Dog. Like I said, A and E network season three with David Kechner ongoing right now. Uh-huh. Uh, if David koechner is the big selling point for you, then check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's okay. That's kind of my, it's final, okay. my final judgment. It's okay. It Oh, I did feel like it was a little um, copaganda-y. Oh, for sure. I've told you. I don't know what you saw.
1: In season one, Uh uh-huh. four out of the five dogs competing in every
0: episode were canine police dogs. Right. So it was very like, they had the canines and then like, I saw an episode that was it was all all the handlers were in the military. Yeah. So it was very They were all in shape. Like this is I don't know, this shows for conservatives, is what I'm saying. For sure, <laughs> I guess. Conservative dog owners. Yes. Um so yeah, it was it was a little it's a little weird at times. And it's not like political or anything like that. No. But I mean, the dogs sometimes share some of their yeah. hardcore right propaganda <laughs> yeah. stances. There was, there was one of the dogs that um kept saying something about uh trump won yeah exactly exactly he he said uh you'll you'll never catch me i was there on january 6th and you can't you can't catch me (laughs) Um, yeah but he did get fired from his job after he was canceled on twitter yeah yeah his twitter account is banned but um he said some weird stuff about hunter biden yeah um Anyway, uh, this has been an episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast about America's top dog. Mm-hmm. You can see other, us talk about other episodes with non-human people, uh, children, uh, <laughs> some, some shows with humans. Uh, if you follow us on your podcast platform or YouTube or Instagram, mm-hmm. Come On Down show. That's it. I don't know. What do you have to add? I have this to add. Hunter Biden?
1: more like hunt him bite him that's what the dogs the dog tweeted that and that's why he got canceled got it